Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first time I stole, hijacked, whatever you want to call it, my dad's podcast. This is going to be awesome because he has no idea what we're going to talk about. I know you all know he's a history teacher because everybody knows. And you know he likes his Scottish heritage and he likes wearing kilts. And my dad's a boomer. Everybody knows my dad's a boomer. <laughs> but what I bet you don't know about my dad is that he's actually a tech nerd. No, he's a tech super nerd. We were the first family to have a computer in the neighborhood. He always has like the best new TV. He gets a lot of new computers and his home is all hooked up to Alexa. So he actually has an Oculus Quest 2. And I have one now too, because he let me try it. So today we're going to talk about the Oculus Quest 2 and virtual reality. So, why did you want an Oculus? Well, like you said, I like to have the latest uh, latest things out there, and it would just look like a lot of fun. It turned out it's a lot more work than I thought it would be. The other thing is, I'm not good with vertigo, so you have to be really, really careful. I have this one thing called warplanes, and if I start going too fast down, I generally crash into something. I crash into many a Zeppelin. It's, it's a very, very interesting thing. You know, it, and, uh, and the way, way we're going, I'm going to going to back a little bit to what she said. Yes. Let, let, let me tell you a little bit about that background. Way back when I started in the Swigo, I got a computer. That computer was from Sears. It did not even have a memory in it. Everything was done over a five and a quarter floppy disk. And now I'm in Oculus. I also did an embarrassment to Kathy, my wife. When we moved here, I bought a 75-inch screen television. And she wasn't really thrilled about that. So, yeah, I go all the way. Now, the Oculus is, is kind of a funny thing because there's, there's so much out there. You can go into chat rooms, but they're not regular chat rooms. And you got these really big weird things like this one person that comes into this one room and they're like a page from a book and they're like the quill on 12 feet high mind you that when you get into this the screen surrounds you a hundred percent up down all around and on, on that too that uh, you can talk to each other on this you can move in weird ways and it's just a, a, a strange, strange sensation on it. It's fun, though. I mean, th th don't get me a fun. Although lately, I haven't had the chance to do it because I've done a million and other things I'm working on. So uh, did you just want to get a virtual reality system or did you like the Oculus in particular? Like, did you research other things out no. there? Well, a little bit. But Oculus seemed to be, um, yeah, I do research. That, that's another thing with tech or with almost anything, I do my research and I look at it. If it's less than four stars, I don't buy it. If it's less than a four, uh, uh, 90% generally support all over, I don't normally buy it. But the Oculus was, Oculus Quest 2, which this is, was very, very well rated by everybody they said it. And it's kind of a fun situation to go with. Uh, and you just, just enjoy, you know, weird stuff. On it. Like when I looked it up, like I looked it up when we were still visiting you and I noticed that they had like the, the 128 and the 256 and the, 
the price difference is like a hundred dollars and everything I read said not to bother getting the larger one unless you were planning to download a, a crap ton of games. So I went with the 128 that was um, a $299. Yep. yep, that's what I've got. And then I went to Amazon and got a got a special case, not the regular Oculus case because it was like half the price of it. Yeah, I did the same. I got one different than yours, but I didn't want to mess around with it. I didn't buy any accessories yet either. Do you have any accessories? No, nope. no, no accessories yet. I just have I bought one thing, maybe two things. Everything else is free. At this point, I don't know what I'm going to buy on there. I'm trying to look some more things over, but I just haven't had the time of doing it and, and all kinds of things. So what yeah, was the that, first, I was going to say, what was the first game that you downloaded? Probably that Warplanes. Yeah, it's I just pretty thought, fun. I, I just thought that would that'd be interesting, but then I found it's a heck of a lot harder than you think. Although I put our grandson on and he was already shooting up things on it a lot better than I could in controlling it. I, it was fun watching somebody else play with that Oculus and actually moving around and enjoying the joystick. It's like, okay, yes, and nice to be yeah. young. Yeah, but like he's grown up with first person shooter games, so it's probably not a whole lot different for him. You know, it's just getting used to the the virtual reality. Like you said, there's there's a couple games that I've I've checked out where you can look down and you 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 feel like you're on a ledge or something. And like I have a snowboarding game that I try. I've only tried it once because I almost fell because you're even though you're just standing there moving from side to side, you really feel like. You're, mm-hmm. you're snowboarding and you're going to fall. Yeah, the first day I had it, um, I was doing Wander, I think, which is a very interesting one to download because you go anywhere else in the world and, and do it. And I uh, actually had to go down on my knees and sit down because it was just, and I've done that twice, I've had to do that. So the point is now I do most of my stuff sitting down. Occasionally I'll stand and do something, but for the most part, it's sit down for me still because sit down works perfect with the warplanes because you're already there maneuvering mm-hmm. and everything. You're in a seated position. Some of the other things I got made fun of in this VR chat because I would sit down. Everybody else was <laughs> standing and doing things. So in the and chat, I, they can see you sitting down? I, I guess so. I, I haven't done a lot of the chat. I did notice that it, like, I think, it, is it called Horizons where they have like shows and sporting events that you can watch? Yeah. And the other thing that you have to realize, I think our 75-inch television is really neat. But the screen on some of these things is it's the equivalent of 108 inches. Now, that's one heck of a big screen. I watched some of African Queen on it because you can go to this other, other place where they have shows and you go into Prime Video and all that and you can get the, the stuff and actually put it right on there. You can do Facebook on it. You can do anything. That Horizon is a very complicated one because uh, there's all kinds of things you can do with with, with the tutorial. It took me half an hour. Right, I did. You know, when I, when I tried it out at your house, you had me in that first steps, and I, you know, it was like putting a cartridge in the game system within the virtual reality. And I did it one, and I don't know if you did it where it's like the the icon or whatever that thing is, the mascot for it. I was dancing with him. Like I was spinning him all over the place and throwing him around. It was really fun. And like fireworks are going off around me and it feels so real. It does. I mean, you get right down into, into that. And there's one that I, that has a shooting game to go with it. And, and one, the simple beginner one, it's, 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 it's interesting. Virtual reality is an up and coming thing. Whether it amounts to what, what meta, 
so-called, uh, is I don't know. I don't know if, where it's going to go in the long run, but right now it seems to be uh, very, very interesting. I think in the long run, once they learn to be able to put legs in on everyone and meetings and things, yep. it'll probably be a little bit better too because you get into there. So and we've all... I was say we've all tried it here. And one of the things that we all have played and we all love is there's a game called Walkabout Mini Golf. And you really feel like you're playing mini golf. Like, yeah, you have to pull the trigger to go from hole to hole, but it feels like the amount of per, like movement and muscle you're putting towards the ball is that's how far it goes. You know, if you hit it really hard, it flies away from you. And that it really feels like you're playing mini golf. Hmm. And so try. we've been... We've been doing that every like every night lately. And I have another one that's like two minute drill. It's virtual reality football. And that's a blast. But it was really hard at first to figure out what to do. Like I did the tutorial and I kept I'm like, why do I keep dropping the ball? Like I couldn't figure out what to do, but it it feels like you're throwing a football. It feels like you're really playing. Yeah, I got a fishing game called Bait. And I could I learned very quickly how to cast it. And they showed this thing about reeling it in, and I had no idea what they meant. And also, I realized, okay, I got to grab it like it's a handle, like you really are fishing in it, and then it, then it works fine. But it's 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 kind of fascinating too. It's a very simplistic, but it, it's it's fascinating at the same time because you actually pick the thing up, you actually cast it just like you're really casting something. Really, and you got to do a fight the fish. You literally have to fight the fish because it it takes off, and it, it's kind of interesting as, as well. It's just there's so much out there. I look at yeah. all those ones and I think, uh, what's going to give me vertigo? What's not going to give me vertigo? I don't recommend the Epic Roller Coaster game. I, I I tried that and I did it standing and I had to sit down. And like when you first start, it, it like puts this helmet on you with these shields. So you can only look forward. And I, I was like, I don't need that. And I took them off. And then I, I, I had to sit down and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play that without shields again or standing. Because that's that was really hard. Yeah. And you tolerate a lot more than I do. Uh, it, it was just like, like with a real roller coaster, you sort of have, you know, you have the safety stuff to keep your head where it's supposed to be. And you can't be looking around on a roller coaster. You have to be looking where you're headed. But the the way that it plays, it can't stay ahead enough. So you're just, for me, I am also prone to motion sickness, but not generally on roller coasters. But I can't use the same vantage point that I do on a regular roller coaster in virtual reality. So that made me motion sick. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. There are like three things in my lifetime that have given me really bad vertigo. And um, she was part of one of them. Way back when she was, when she was, I'm not even sure, a teenager yet. We went to Niagara Falls and we went to this, this game farm. And she got me on uh, this ride that's like a Viking ship. All I did was close my eyes and I think scream and curse. Yeah. And I had a and student. Pray. Uh, yeah. I'm still a very good friends with this student. Uh, she and I, are, she, she's kind of an odd little person. And just like I'm an odd per little person as well. And we just bonded it way back when she was my student. And she's a vet tech for the state of New York now. I mean, she goes around and investigates and revisits and does all this stuff. She's very, very, very smart. Her name's Caitlin. I'm not going to say any more than that. But anyway, she raises goats. Maybe somebody would know that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and she had promised we were going on a, a, a trip to uh, uh, actually Cleveland. So we're going to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then we we're going to 
the uh, Cedar Point, which is a big uh, a, um, amusement uh, park. Amusement park. So again, she she says on this, I'm going to get you on a roller coaster. I said I don't do roller coasters. I said my daughter barely got me on a, on a regular ride, let alone roller coaster. She said, No, I'm going to get you on one. I avoided that girl for the whole time. And then the next year, and then later on in the year, um, we went to um, Seabreeze, which is a amusement park near Rochester, New York. And they have one there. She didn't let me out of her sight. She got me on one called the Jack Rabbit, which is an old wooden roller coaster, nothing really big in it, nothing really hard to do in it, anything. And I still, and she ran away. The, she was so excited because she portrayed to the whole world, Mr. Marple screamed like a little girl. That one's not scary. There's a only two that's ever got me on anything like that. The other scary thing with Vertigo, if you ever want a real thrill, go to Toronto and go to the CN Tower. <laughs> now, if you go and eat at the tower, you've got, you can go to the observation deck for free, uh, like we did. And part of it, and you're about 1,100 feet up when you do this, it has a glass floor. Ooh. Now, you stand on that glass floor, you look down, and you see the ants that are really people down there. That's and you scary. Think, All that's holding me up is the glass and these little things that hold the glass together, these panes. And you see kids getting up there and jumping on it. And I'm like, no. And I just kind of tentatively put my foot, one foot in there and go a couple panes in and come right back out. That was vertigo, a vertigo feeling too. I bet. Also, also Karen got me on the first time I'd ever been on a, on a um, elevator that rode outside of something. And this was, this was also in Niagara Falls and it was called the Skyline Tower. And Kathy wouldn't go up with us, but we went up to that. I don't even remember that. Yeah. That was the same trip that we went to Seabreeze, I think. Uh, not Seabreeze, too, the uh, Marine Land. Mar- Marine Land, yeah. Yeah, Game Farm. Another cool thing that I checked out, and I, I hope they make more of, I don't know if you've looked at it at all, is Anne Frank's house. Yes, I've looked a little bit of that, but it's it's kind of clunky. It is clunky, and it was hard to, like, because you have to, like, 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 point the thing and move your feet to where you can move, but it was hard to know what to do. You know, like... Yeah, it, it wouldn't let you do just tour mode. You had to do story mode when I tried it. And like, yes. you have to find where the next quote is and you can't do anything. And you're like standing at the bottom of these stairs. Like, am I supposed to go up there? How do I get up the stairs? But it doesn't help you to know that you were supposed to go to the left and then through that other door. That but it was, it, yeah. it was really cool to look at the walls in there. And I'd like to see a lot more of that, like different yeah. historical sites to be able to explore them at that level of detail. I think I think you can. I'm going to start looking up stuff and see what they have about Scotland and everything. I like yeah, to, I like I, to do that too. And I like I, I like saw, to see they they have a um a thing for Tai Chi, but it's really weird and it doesn't get a great rating. So I don't want to buy it. I, mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, because it's, it's it's cheap. It's only like ten bucks. But I don't know. I'm hoping that they someday soon they get in a really good Tai Chi thing because I've done a little bit with it. And it was fun. So, so there's still things that they've got to got to bring through to bring up to the 20th century, but they've got the ability, because of the way it's set up, to to uh, be able to upgrade as it goes along, which is which is a really good thing to be able to do. It's just yeah. a really really strange thing. And by the way, you really did catch me unaware of what I had no clue would go this way. 
I know. Like I thought it would be fun because this isn't a part of you that you podcast at all. You you know you talk about issues in in Scottish culture a little bit and your love of your kilts and and current events mostly. But this is like you've always been a tech person as long as I can remember. And this I think I don't think there's probably many boomers that are willing to try out something like virtual reality. It, maybe not. Probably not. Not 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 to this extent. Not so early in it still, because it's still a relatively new, new uh, uh, technology. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It, like it, one of the things before I left the Air Force, like I, I worked in a squadron that was, um, you know, we tested existing um, simulators for Air Force platforms, but we also contributed to design and and development as well, and a lot of that is working towards virtual reality. I know that they gave a lot of innovation money to squadrons that were looking at vendors to do like maintenance training, for example, on a virtual reality system, because it's a way to to do different things. Like the same part in a plane doesn't necessarily break over and over and over for 10 people to keep trying to fix it or troubleshoot it. But if you can replicate that in a virtual reality system where it's just hands and, and visual, it's enough to sort of develop that muscle memory, you know, and get some of that training that you can't get all the time. Yeah. So it's, I think there's a lot that can happen and there's so many games I'd like to see, you know, like a lot, I, I think probably mainly history. I have, I have Wander and, and Kim and I both tried Wander and that's trippy, you know, to go to houses you've lived in and, I, you know, I checked out all of my old schools and it like took my breath away a few times. I'm like, oh, it looks exactly how I remember it. It feels like I'm really here and I'm standing on the street looking at it. Yeah, I had two experiences with that early on. Because well, I haven't been down to Wander for quite a while. And the first of them, I was on a boat in a, in a river in Africa with elephants. And the elephant came right by me. You swear that that elephant was giving you shade on your, on your boat. It was like no more than a couple of feet away. And an elephant is a big animal to have inches away from you. And yeah. another one, I went to, went to Cairo, to the, to the pyramids. And they take you like on a tour of the pyramids and, and everything. The only problem of it is when I looked at this house, the, the, the view that they had had me 10 feet up in the air and looking <laughs> down, which is kind of, a, again, something for if you have vertigo, it's not a great thing to have. One one of the things that I did on it is I went to Syria and Iraq and I checked out some areas that we, you know, that we provided Overwatch for over the years. And there was one area in particular that was really trippy because I'm like, this is where they used to hide. They were talking about like these different buildings that were kind of burned out and and they could see him sleeping next to him. And that's weird. So, you know, I'm I'm fairly close to what has been described to me by you know, aircraft that can get much closer, like this is nuts. Yeah, yeah there are a, a lot of things that, that people are doing. And one of the interesting things, and this just ties together the technology as, as well as the history, is what, what has gone in Ukraine. One of the most useful groups is a group who has been doing experimenting in technology using drones. And what, what they've done with those drones is they were able to locate for the military and actually for their own usage where the Russians were hiding things like tanks and everything. So they were able to pinpoint these areas 
and attack them successfully. And they, they, and you know, they, they had been doing, they had been just experimenting like inventors with what they could do with drones. And all of a sudden they found a very, very practical use for it. And I mean, if you, you've had a drone, like a very small drone that can Mm -hmm. fly pretty high and, you know, not too far away, but it can fly high enough to get a decent vantage point. And you're thinking like these like kids or like, you know, just a hobbyist could actually have useful military information with their drone. Yeah, and, and drones, have, uh, depending on what you want, some of them, mine is a relatively simple one with a built-in camera, which is a very good camera for that matter. Uh, I can get it comfortably up 100 feet, and then I 100, maybe a little bit more than that, and I can, where it gets kind of small for me, even though it's probably about 10 or 12 inches in each direction or a little bit more. And it, it does give you quite the perspective on that. I've, I'm going to take that out to Cooper Creek sometime, where we go do a lot of walking. And, and take some pictures out there. I won't fly it over the water. I, I know it won't fall in, <laughs> fall down in there, but I'm not going to take a chance on it. But I can fly it near the water. They get a big There's so many trees there. there, too. You have yeah. to be really careful with a lot of trees. I would do that big bowl area that you walk by. Yeah, that's a good spot. That would be a good it, spot to do it. it it's uh, just so, crazy. Like, virtual reality. Like, if you could have the fidelity of pictures for everywhere, like, just imagine, you know, like, what you could see like just for geography and for what it looks like at a different location. You could scope out an entire neighborhood without even moving there. Like, do I want to live here? Yeah, this looks pretty nice. I want to see if there's a house for sale here. A lot you can do with that. I think in time, and they're putting up an awful lot of satellites. I think in time, we're going to be able to do with virtual reality, tie into those satellites like direct TV type stuff. Oh, that'd and, be and, super and, cool. And be able, be able to, to see it. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I have one on the International Space Station. Now that gives you a double whammy because you're already uh, moving in a, in a different direction than you, than you usually are used to because of this first person type thing. And then you throw weightlessness in it. So it actually makes you oh. be weightless on it. So wait, you wait, wait, on virtual reality you do that? Yeah. So oh, I, actually, I don't want to check that one out. What ha- yeah, it's free too. Um, I, one of the interesting things with that when you go into it, um, into the into the app, you're standing there and and you're in space. And you're looking down at the earth and everything. And then all of a sudden the ISS comes beneath you and it goes up above you, and then suddenly you just are in there. And then you have to do different things in there. Uh, I, pu- I put myself upside down, had no clue where I was. I, I've done all kinds. That, that put me on my knees once, too. That's pretty uh, cool. It, it is cool. And it's a, I think you did enjoy it. But again, in the beginning, it's this point where, where you don't know, you don't have your orientation. A couple things told me that that's not something I would ever want to do, go into space. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, you can do things in, in space that you can't do elsewhere. I suppose you adjust to it. But like, I feel like it's different when you're actually there. They train extensively for how that feels and, mm-hmm. you know, how to, how to deal with the physiological effects. Cause it's not one of those things where you're like, Oh, we'll just turn around and go home. You know, you've got to be able to deal with being out there for however long the mission is supposed to be. I mean, I'm sure if there's an emergency or something, but that, they spend a lot of money on you getting you trained so that that won't happen. Yeah, I was reading up uh, uh, many, many years. In fact, my first year in education, 
I had, uh, I worked with two uh, twin girls, Jeanette and Janet Epps. And both of them were very smart. Uh, Jeanette was a little quieter than Janet. Janet was a little wild one. So I would expected her to be something big and interesting. As it turned out, Jeanette went out and she went to Lemoyne College and then she went to some other places. She got a couple of PhDs and she has some specific research she's done, but she's an astronaut. And That's one of cool. the things she said, she spent like 600 hours un, un, underwater experiencing what they'd have to do kind of with the weightlessness and do work underwater. So what it'd be like going on the space station. She may end up going to the space station. You may be doing something else before before it's done. She hasn't actually been up in space space yet, but yeah, I think she'll be there. And it's quite an interesting thing to have a former student besides a little girl all of a sudden become an astronaut. Because there aren't a lot of astronauts over, over their history. So to go through that That's training awesome. and everything, it is. But imagine, like, if you can do that type of training on virtual reality. Yeah. You you wouldn't need a big facility anymore. You could, you know, just have headsets or whatever it is to to simulate that experience just as well. Well, the space station thing, they could almost do that through an, with Oculus. To, to, to orient them so they know in advance what, what it's going to be like a little bit more than they would uh, with uh, almost any other way to simulate it. Yeah, it, it's just, it blows my mind. Like there were times when I first got it and got it charged and put it on where I just stood there with my mouth wide open, just looking all around me. Mm -hmm. like, I think I drained the battery the first day doing that because I just couldn't believe it. It, it is certainly a different sensation when you go into that. Um, I have this one thing about, uh, it's a screen where you get, it's one thing where you can see the, go into the 108 inch screen and see, movies hugely in that respect being in a theater and it you actually can pick what kind of theater you want to be in and you can actually have popcorn in there and drinks in there it's kind of an interesting thing if you spill the stuff you put it up <laughs> sounds fun yeah and then you go into yeah. some of these v, these these v, uh, virtual chat areas and with all the strange creatures in there and they are strange some of them <laughs> I won't even it say sounds fun, though. I, ha I haven't is. tried any of that yet. Yeah, it, it, it's very. I think it, the one you might, the when I go in is VR chat, and then I go into the Black Cat Lounge. <laughs> and that's where a lot of strange people are. And there's some really cool people in there, and there's some really strange people, but most of them I think, think are a heck of a lot younger than I am. Well, I that's fun then, because you're like this boomer, and they have no idea. Yeah, they have no idea. They have no clue. I mean, they, you go in, there's bottles of beer on the floor, and you can pick them up and put it back on the bar. And it just, do you do that? It, it, and you it, go in there it, and, like, pick up? Yeah. It gives you practice of different skills within VR, too. <laughs> you go in the it, bar it, and you clean up. It, it is a riot, riot, you know. I'm glad you liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. And, and everybody sounds it. Is Ellie going to get one? Uh, No, not at this point. Like, he's he's got his eye on some other games like Warhammer and, you know, games that you play with like actual people and actual well, you can play with actual play, You can actually play with actual people True. on these too. You can. True. But he, he's but, thinking about it. I know his favorite game has a VR option, but I'm not sure that his computer can support that. Yeah. But, well, you know, you can't, can't eventually, you can plug in between this and, and, um, and computers too. If you have the cord. The cord costs like $69. I saw that too. And I was like, mm, I'm not ready for that, I think. There's enough on there to find to do. So, And I saw 
I did read about games that they're anticipating that will drop this year, and there's a lot of really cool stuff. You know, like yeah, more the, sports stuff and history stuff. The, the more people get on it, the more they'll develop for it, just like any of the platforms. Yeah, I find the games to be pretty reasonably priced, although I'm not looking to play, you know, like I may play an Assassin's Creed game when it comes out later this year, but I'm not sure. Those are, are usually... Um, I know some of them are in like colonial era and they're really well done with what's actually there. I think that'd be fun to walk around and play that kind of game. But for the most part, I don't really want to play those anything super expensive. Yeah. Cause some Get, of them are, are 49, $59 as much as, as the very expensive platform games. Yeah. And a lot of them too, you can, you know, you spend $10 for the, the base game and then there's add on packages Mm-hmm. That you can get for two ninety nine or four ninety nine. So there's a lot out there and a lot of different things to try. And I it think is, that yeah. I don't. I usually don't play for more than an hour or so because it it starts to feel tight in my head, yeah. and I, I don't want to loosen it too much. Now it's not that we're trying to sell you out there on buying an Oculus Quest too. If you want to, and you know, want to give us our, our 10% commission on it, we'll split the 10% commission on this. You know, that that's 15 bucks a piece at, a, at one, and if a couple hundred people did it based on what we're doing, you know, maybe. You know. Well, we're not trying, to, we're not getting paid by by uh, Facebook, by, Meta, but. Yeah, we should contact them about doing this. Hey, you see what we've done for you? We'll keep on, on doing it and tell our experiences. We could be an influencer. Just give, just give me the games for free to try. That yeah, would be a good go. enough to start yeah. with. But no, I mean, I really liked it. Like I've been, I've, I've looked at Oculus in the past and I didn't, I, I didn't like the reviews of the earlier headsets that they had. I thought that they weren't, they, they weren't reviewed high enough that they were worth the price. Yeah. The Quest 2 was, was the first one that's really, was, made sense to me. The other yeah. stuff looked like fun, but I wanted to wait till it was something that, that and also something that'll work in the future too. Yeah, and it seems like it's set up pretty well for future development. I hope I still got a a long future with this stuff. Well, hopefully you'll be able to get at least one or two more upgrades. Oh, Uh, well, before I pass into the Netherland? Maybe you can become virtual reality. You, like, record yourself. Some people can come interact with you. Torture you from the grave. You can hang out in the bar as, like, a gigantic catfish or something. (laughs) I know about gigantic catfish, although I've seen things uh, pretty much like that that in in the VR chat room. Uh, it's they got some really strange. They they like some people were coming in as a mouse, and sometimes they that pick them up. Fun. Somebody was chasing him, said that's that's for supper. <laughs> that's pretty people, funny. They pick up little people, put them on their shoulder. That sounds fun too. I haven't tried to do that because I don't want to be accused of harassment. Right, you have to be you have to be good. Yep. But um, that's about all that I had. I just wanted to talk to you about the Oculus and let people know that you're a super tech nerd <laughs> that they wouldn't have expected from from a boomer such as yourself. Uh, we boomers have such a reputation, but there are a lot of us and we have a lot of money to spend still. And you can just sit around and play virtual reality. That sounds like a perfect retirement life. And my birth year... Census is finally out. Mm-hmm. I don't 
Well, I don't think likely I'm going to be on it because I was born in December and it probably my mother was pregnant for me at the time when they did it. But uh, I know what street they lived on. I'm kind of interested in seeing that. And more stuff I, coming up all the time. I did find your father. And I think your mother, he's on the bottom line of a page. And I think your mother's probably on the next page. And I haven't had a chance yet to actually like put in that that ED and get to the right page. Yeah, it, but... It, it's fascinating, and that's something that they could eventually do too, genealogy on these things. So you could actually go in and look at the pages and things on that. And look at pictures yeah. of people and be like, they've been able to animate old pictures that I've saw on Facebook like last year or the year before. Imagine like interacting with a animated ancestor. That'd be super cool. I'll tell you what, you open, you can close. All right. Well, thank you, all of his faithful listeners for indulging me and commandeering his podcast and talking about something a little bit different and learning a little bit more about my awesome boomer dad. Thank you, Karen. It was fun. And I bid you all a good night and good luck and my prayers and thoughts. Amen.